What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. Joining me today, a recurring guest spot guy. He is John Sabine. Can't wait to get John's thoughts on the Dallas Bull, uh, Dallas Bulls game that he was in attendance for on Wednesday night. We also, of course, have to break down the uh, unfortunate news from yesterday. Bulls all-star big man Nikola Vucevic out in health and safety protocols for the time being. And then we'll wrap up the show looking ahead to this five-game road trip. That's all ahead on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. You can follow my guest co-host, Mr. John Sabine on Twitter at jsabine214. You know John as the man with the fingerless gloves, the man who made you laugh and made you think on those seasons of Bulls Outsiders for FBC Sports Chicago. He also is one of the best Twitter social media managers in the game right now. John, how are you, buddy? Oh my God, the man that made you laugh and made you think. Like, put that on my tombstone, my man. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I'm doing great. I'm honored to be here. That locked on theme, like, gets me so jacked up. It's so good. So, thank you for having me. I feel very oh, dude. blessed. You know, it's uh it's a fun little, it's a fun little ditty, but you know what? I, I've been watching a, a little bit more. Uh, Scott Van Pelt, late night Sports Center these days. You know, as as we get mm-hmm. into fall and winter, it's just like Sports Center late night keeps me warm. You know, yeah. and he uses that Bulls Outsiders theme song in like every episode. It drives yes. me nuts. And so, like, and then I'm trying to do the math of like, so Disney owns ESPN, but NBC Universal also like, like I was like, how did no. they have the same royalty free music? Right. Yeah. I feel like that. You know that scene, uh, it, like Charlie from It's Always Sunny, where he's got that huge billboard yes. of conspiracy theory shit in the mailroom, trying to figure it out. And when. I, do you still get, I still have a small Pavlovian like, oh God, are we coming back from air? Like, am right, I supposed to yeah. do something? Totally. Uh, I, even, I hear it and I'm like, oh crap, I'm late for work. <laughs> even the, the NBC Sports post game, like, duh, 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 I think mm-hmm. like they need to, that's, to me, that's boiling sounds. Right. Like, yes. Like, and so when I hear that, I'm bummed when I hear that sound. Right. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I can't wait for it to change when I'm like, oh, that's a sound of, uh, you know, uh, of celebration. Of right exaltation but in our brains hearing that over and over and over it was like you your brain was trained to th- react to like physical punishment when you Sadness. heard that it, you're like no it's not 10, again 10 on a wednesday night and you have to talk about chandler hutchison ha- having <laughs> two points and no rebounds yeah uh you know one man's one man's trash is another man's treasure john uh, uh i don't know if you knew that one uh, man's trash all Whatever. right uh, speaking of things that are, that are upsetting, uh, big news yesterday. Nikola uh, Vucevic has been placed in the league's health and safety protocols. He did test positive for COVID. It is a breakthrough case, as the Bulls reported by NBC Sports Chicago uh, last week, are a team that is 100% vaccinated. So very unfortunate for Vooch. I got to say, John, out of the gate, I blame Joel Embiid. 
because the Bulls played the Sixers twice last week, and then like right after that happened, Embiid tested yeah. positive, and Vooch was guarding Embiid for a couple of nights. So you know, I, I know you're worried that Vooch accidentally oh. gave COVID to Luca, and that's your oh primary my God. concern. If he gave it to Luca, I swear to God, Vooch, I'm coming. Me, me, and the Jokic brothers are coming for the for the Vucevic brothers. I swear. Uh, I I always want to know like what happened, like what is the red flag? Because after the game, everyone's hugging, right? All because like it's all you got. It's all the mm -hmm. Baltic boys. You got you got Luca hugging and KP and all these people in Boban. Like it's all like, hey, we used to be a country. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Let's hug. Uh, and what? Why is? Why aren't they now? Like I, I, I just I'm with this things of like why him, why is it just him when he's around people the entire time? Um, I'm just the contact tracing part is like I understand why they don't disclose that because that's that would be pandemonium. <laughs> right. But like yeah. I'm just interested. I'm like so, but why just well, him? And I think you know, as the Bulls, one of several teams to deal with this last season, as we saw, missed guys for several games just because of contact tracing because they were in proximity to somebody who tested positive or, you know, in proximity to somebody who was in proximity to somebody. But yeah. that was for a league that was at that moment unvaccinated as a whole. It did not exist. Um, the Isn't that it, amazing like, to think that the season started and there was no vaccine? Right, right. weird? Which, you know, as, as where we are now, you think about, okay, hopefully these breakthrough cases, it's just an inconvenience and none of these players are getting yeah. seriously ill or, or even at risk of getting seriously ill. It's precautionary to try and stop the spread. Um, but of course, there are basketball ripple effects to this as well. And notably the fact that a lot of Bulls fans said, oh man, if there's one uh, if there's one position where we really couldn't afford to lose our starter, it's Vooch because the depth at that spot um, is, is not where you would want it to be. We did see yesterday the Bulls recalled their second-round uh, drafted stash from last year, Marco Zimotovic, who it seems like you're pretty stoked about. Yes. But if if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm just saying next man up and giving Tony Bradley the start, yeah. at least to start this road trip, because you know he can give you some solid rim protection. He's he's pretty good on the, on the glass. He doesn't offer you the playmaking ability that Vooch does, and, and certainly not the scoring prowess. But you know. I, I don't think you necessarily need to overthink this if you're Billy Donovan. Just start Bradley and and you know shift up your rotation. This is an on paper scare, like because we lack big men. Like we we're, we don't have many. Uh, so when you lose like your your only big man, pretty much it's. But also we're playing the Warriors, who don't like it. So like, what a great right. team to play athletic wings against and just run. Mm -hmm. And see yeah. who's gonna like, and I just think it's gonna be fun. Like, we're the Bulls are playing so well, and everyone rebounds above their what their position, and that's and Vooch does not offer rim protection. So like, it's not yeah. like we're losing. If anything, like our wings and guards are better blockers than he is. And so like, I understand like, yeah, you'd rather have Vooch. I mean, if it's between him, Lonzo, DeRozan, Levine, getting COVID, I think at this point we're like, okay, Vooch, take one for the team. Like right over even over Lonzo right now, like even Caruso. Like if any of those guys get it, I think we're, I think it's a big. I think it's an it's more of a thing to address than this is just like all right. Well, we'll just have to hustle more, and we'll we'll we know what we're giving up. It won't be a mystery. Right. You know, I think uh, the silver lining, if there is one, is the fact that the Bulls have been winning more than they've been losing, in spite of the fact that Vooch has been you know been a zero offensively. So mm. you know, like. 
obviously Tony Bradley does not provide the the you know three layered scoring threat that Vooch is when he's knocking down his shots. And it is a real shame that in that Dallas game it looked like Vooch was maybe starting to pull himself out of that slump. You know, I think he was like eight for fourteen. He had a decent night. You know, he was scoring inside. He had a three. Like um, at the same time. As you said, like everybody on this Bulls team makes up for their lack of size. We, you know, like some of the offensive rebounds that you yeah. see Javante Green come down with, yeah. uh, you know, Derek Jones Jr. come down with the, you know, Alizé Johnson, who got back into the rotation I Wednesday know. night for the first time in four or five games. He had some big work on the boards. So, like, you know, I think you might see Alizé Johnson get some more minutes in Vooch's absence. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, maybe there is a little bit of a void offensively because, you know, you know what Tony Bradley, I think, can't do is, yes, Vooch has been struggling with his shot, but you see the way that he adds to the Bulls' offense with his playmaking and his passing. So underrated as far as elements of his game. I think he's averaging about 4.3, 4.4 assists per game so far this season. His his vision um, yes. and his swing passes to the weak side and those shallow pick and rolls that the Bulls run with either you know Zach, DeMar, Alonzo, whoever with Vooch, Tony Bradley can't do that. So like no. even even though Vooch was slumping, they will take a hit as far as what they have in their arsenal offensively. You just hope that collectively they can pick up the slack. Zach, Jamar, Lonzo, you know, you know, occasional bench guys chip in with the scoring every night. Um, you know, you mentioned the Warriors maybe being a good team to start out against, but when you look further down the road, we'll talk about the road trip later on. But you, you got to deal with you know Zubats. On the Clippers, you got to deal is, with AD, Dwight Howard, those big Lakers boys. You know, you got to deal with Yusuf Nurkic when you play the Blazers. You got to deal God. with Jokic when you play the like. There's a lot of size the Bulls are about yeah. to go up against on this trip. Which again, like, is either more so than not, lack of size has been chosen to be an advantage in this day and age. Of like mm -hmm. going small is not is not an admission of a weakness. It's a presence of a strength. Uh, and so I think this team is also built for those small ball let's let's just outrun outscore and vooch vooch has been something but if vooch is your first or second best player you're this is a, that's not a team you want mm -hmm. and i just like i just want bulls fans to be like grateful that he's kind of slumping and like we did not sign that contract so stop right. looking at his contract as like as a way to judge his productivity and it, we didn't right. sign it like it wasn't right. He, he he's gonna make what he's gonna make. Who cares? Like right. We're winning games. He's playing. He, he's he's being productive, mm -hmm. and he's not costing us stuff. Done. That's all you need. I I, I think yeah. like we, we people are the fact that there are people I've seen on Twitter people like lamenting being first or second in the conference, right. and that like because Vooch isn't having a twenty ten like, on the and reg. If he's looking at a couple of. Looking at a couple of good Wendell games down in Orlando and being like, oh, big mistake, Bulls. Like, big mistake. Yeah. When, when the Magic next make the playoffs in 2050, right. talk to me. Like, I think the last time I checked, Orlando's three and nine or something yes. like that. But oh, yeah, we made a big mistake getting Vooch. And it's one of those things where, like, no, we don't. If, he, if he's having 20 and 10, that's bad for the team. Like, I yeah. think in the, he did it on bad teams. I think it's like, yeah. let's let him. He's good. He's a pro. He's older. Playoffs. Judge this man by the playoffs. Yeah. Um, all right, John. I also want to get your thoughts on that Bulls Mavs game from Wednesday night. Before we do that, though, uh, you have to tell our listeners. John's going to do some ads for y'all today, guys. Um, 
I would say at least once a week when we would walk into the studio NBC Sport Chicago for Outsiders games, uh, you had a sack of McDonald's that you got on your way to the studio. <laughs> I did. I did. And I was very <laughs> proud of it. Because uh, as you know, Matt, this this episode of Locked on Bulls is brought to us by McDonald's, which is, you know, proudly been serving communities since 1965. Wow. Yeah. Civil Rights Act. And then boom. it's always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and or family can come and reconnect a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi. Can you believe that? Endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. It's a place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. And you called it. There were times where, because I had a day job and then I'd go do, so I like was exhausted sometimes, you know, and I would, I was so I'm, I had to like go to a meeting and then rush over. It was just a long day. And sometimes McDonald's was the oasis for me. And I would get the same thing, some sort of chicken sandwich, fries, and a small drink. And it would bring me so much joy. And so thank you, McDonald's, for bringing me joy on those cold winter nights when the Bulls would lose by 30. So here's a call to action. <laughs> Head to your local McDonald's to refuel and connect. Did somebody say Locked on Bulls watch party? I wasn't oh. supposed to say that, but I wanted to so badly. <laughs> McDonald's. Buddha Pupati. McDonald's. Man, there were some nights where John would just bring fries for everyone in the green yeah. room, and those were the just the People best like fries. Nights. People it like was, fries. It was, it was such a lovely break from the vending machine down the hall that oh I got God. so sick of and so mad at. That still had Snackwell's cookies. I'm like, how did you still have this? <laughs> This stopped in 1998. It was a vending machine from 1965 when McDonald's was created and started serving communities. And the coffee machine wasn't Keurig. It was a pouch that like NBC Sports, they were like, we, we'll buy the prototype. There's only one. So every time you had to do it, it was like defusing a bomb. You're like, I don't, a pouch? I don't know what this is. Like, it, I was afraid of it. You had, it, like, it took right. us a month to figure out how that coffee machine Truly worked. a month. Like, and we asked people, they're like, we don't know. And it's, I'm like, there's no regular coffee? What is this place? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're in the place where nothing makes sense. We were also watching Jim Boylan coach the Bulls every night. So truly nothing made sense. Oh my God. Uh, today's episode, by the way, is also brought to you by our great friends at Bet Online, mm-hmm. who are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the NBA season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So you deposit 100 bucks with a new account, they're going to give you 50 extra to play with. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive that welcome bonus. For basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC fights, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. John, you know I'm throwing down some same game parlays for this Bulls Warriors game tonight, and I'm going to do it at Bet Online which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Um, speaking of fun games, John, you were at the United Center Wednesday night for Bulls Mavs, sitting there probably just racked with nerves like a father in the stands watching his, his two favorite children playing against each other on opposing teams. What was it like? Because... Correct me if I'm wrong. This was your first time back at the UC. Yeah. Since our last Outsiders show from the UC, which was also Bulls Mavs. And it was like two days before the league shut down. It was 
Carlisle was the coach, right? Like it was crazy. We got, I don't know the fact that they let us into the locker room. Like, yeah. like what were they thinking? Like COVID was around. <laughs> anyway, and Bulls PR got mad at us for, for schmoozing with Zach and taking a picture with him in the, in the tunnel. Remember and that? He came up to us. Yeah. He came up to he us. He came up like, to us. Yeah. We didn't like approach him, which was, <laughs> that made me feel so cool. So that was, it was great to be back to see. I saw like the new atrium looks amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was really fun. I got to tell you, one of the most bizarre internal experiences I've ever had. So I went, I, I got tickets from the Mavs. So like, I, 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 I'm currently like doing a, a project with the Mavericks, uh, full disclosure. And so I was like, going to rep the Mavs because it's their tickets, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was in the section of Mavs. So I, I'm decked out and I'm like cheering. I'm being such a Mavs homer. And I'm watching this team and like, as the game is going on, obviously there's a lot. We can, we're not going to talk about the Mavs. There's it's there's nothing to discuss. <laughs> I was like, every time like the Mavs would like do something bad and the Bulls would capitalize, I would like be sad and then like incredibly proud and happy. Like, and I just was like watching Zach Levine. He was quiet in that first half, and then he just he had like a he had like six or eight points right in a row, and I was just like, I love this man. And I love Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I love Caruso. Like, I, I was, I, and so, like, I was bummed because I want, you know, I want the Mavs to do well. And, you know, like, I love Luke. He's my right. son. But I was like, hey, like, it felt like it was like Ned Stark and Jon Snow. It's like, this is my bastard son. And, like, right. yeah. you know, he's he can't be my heir, but he's the one I would choose. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, even though we know he wasn't a bastard son, it's the whole thing. Uh, Leanna Stark, right. we don't time. Um, but, <laughs> I love this Bulls team. And I was like, yeah, that's what I, th-. and how it happened is how I thought it would happen. And it was like, wow, the Bulls do not make mistakes. And now mm-hmm. they capitalize on other mistakes and everyone is a bucket. And that's yeah. kind of all you need in the NBA, right? Like it's kind of that simple. Uh, don't talk to me about Patrick Williams. Like don't talk to me about like, it, we got ballers and like Mads could have gotten Lonzo DeRozan or Caruso. Either one of them would be the third best player on this on the on their team. And they decided, no, we're good. We don't need them. Like the fact AK went out and made a team in a year. Mm -hmm. And the so by the end of it, like I when when Zach did that 360 dunk. Oh my God, dude. I stood up and I'm in a Mavs jersey. I'm in a, you know, I'm wearing my Lucas. Uh and I'm cheering. Like I'm like, this is amazing. The UC is electric. It's electric. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm so pun intended bullish on this team. And like, also don't don't hire me for your NBA team because if I cover your team, they get terrible and they lose. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've learned. Come on, dude. What are the Mavs like? Seven and four? Yeah, eight we're and fine. Four? Like, it's fine. And the, yeah. and the problems are like so <laughs> fixable. It's just like don't start to wipe out. You're fine. Um, yeah. But. Man, this team is it's and I love Zach. Like I like I feel like we have been with Zach Levine, right? Like it's like, mm-hmm. man, like we bought sock, like that's our indie movie, you know, like and it, it's winning the Oscar. I'm like, yeah, this low budget, like, like right. I just love him. And this team, I mean, this one of the most likable teams in recent memory, and they might not have an all NBA player. Yeah. I mean, like, it, you could like Zach and Damar are well, I can't remember where they were after the game from Wednesday night, but I think coming into Wednesday night's game, they were like fourth and sixth in the in the NBA in points per game. Wow. And, you know, 
And the, and they're kind of like splitting the assists, you know, from their playmaking. Yeah. So like neither of them are averaging six. I think they're each averaging like three and a half or four or whatever. But like, yeah, like they are both. And, and Zach's numbers efficiency wise aren't even where they were last season because no. he's dealing with this thumb that's kind of got his shot a little wonky right now. So and DeMar's I mean, hot. Uh, oh but like gosh. even that 360 dunk, that it's Alonzo pass. A, like a right. oh my 55 God. Did you see pass. it from that one angle from directly behind Lonzo? And he yes. went like he almost took Dwight Powell's head off. It was that crazy. doesn't happen last year with anyone. Like it's these pieces that are like it's a it's what basketball is the best. Like basketball is right. easier than we think sometimes, right? Like it's kind of just going to get a bucket and yeah, uh, or denying a bucket at the end of the day. Like, and that's what that's why Jordan's the best. There was no one better at getting a bucket and no one better at denying you a bucket. Uh yeah. and Man, this team. I was so it was weird. I was like, I was so like, but I was left feeling like so excited and happy and pumped, even though the team I went to go cheer lost. Right. And I was like, I could run through a, a wall. Different feeling. Day. Yeah, yeah. It's I was like, feeling. this team because we watched. Like, I feel like we. You can't. It, it's such a lesson in human nature of like, you know how like your college friends are like, oh, the ones that were in my dorm. <laughs> Like, right yeah oh if you're just around people you you figure it out like and it's like oh we were around this team we were around zach i will i would take a like zach levine is an all-timer to me now like he's in my top five right. personal favorite players like we're we're so protective yes. of him because like we were there with like you know parents who are, who are finally yes. seeing their children blossom after going through the the literal shitty parts where it's like we're changing diapers we're cleaning up puke in the middle of the yes. night and like and yes. now it's like, oh, oh, look at him play. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're the kiss, kiss, bang, bang director watching Iron Man. And I was like, I told you Robert Downey Jr. wasn't cashed out. Like he was yeah. in rehab, but then I cast him in that, in this small movie. Now he's Iron Man. Like, like yeah. it, it, it's such a good feeling. And like, man, this team, I, this Bulls team should, and I love that it's getting national press. It's like PTI, it's getting all the sports shows, all the basketball, sh like talk show, like podcasts. So this team. Caruso is I, what were the I, I can't get over how good this man is. I do not She's want so to good. like him. I do not want to like the idea of him because I think like a it's Laker overblown, it's white American overblown. So that we always like right. love those guys more. Like right, not we, but like a media. Uh, right, and I'm like, man, he's the it's he's he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's so good, man. This team. I mean, Derek Jones Jr. would be yeah. would start for the Mavs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw something recently on Twitter yesterday, early this morning, like maybe Caruso starting to get some sixth man of the year talk if he keeps playing like that. I mean, so who's you know, like guys? I think he's leading or second in the league in steals right now. Uh, you know, he has nights like Wednesday night where he pours in 16 points in addition to the defense he put. And I also, I mean, six man, that's a conversation we can have all season long. But before we move on to this road trip, John, I, I want to, speaking of Caruso, to get your thoughts on what the Bulls did as a team and individually to, to kind of shut down Luca and like, you know, you only shut down Luca so much. He had, I think it was like 20, 10 and eight was his final stat line, but the 20 came on six of 18 from the field. Yeah. And you know, the one thing that the bulls as a team, I think did poorly defensively was just, a, you know, a little bit of over fouling and Luca and the Mavs got to the free throw line a lot, but yeah. Billy Donovan said after the game, it's like with players like Luca, you're just kind of at the whim of, are they locked in tonight or are they kind of having an off night? Yeah. And you take you take the good with the bad. From from your perspective, 
and you know, someone who watches Luca pretty much every night he plays since mm-hmm. he started his NBA career. Yeah. Was Luca having an off night or no. did Caruso, Lonzo, Javante, did the Bulls players defensively deserve some credit for what they did against him? 100% they deserve credit. 100%. They made it hard for him, but also they made him like Lonzo had seven threes, right? Lonzo went at yeah. him and he outscored Luca. Like he scored more points than Luca. He had seven three. Like he, 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 he took it personal. Um, I, I pushed back on the Luca locked in, locked out, or out of shape, in shape. Like I think, I think he's, I don't think he's out of shape. I think his body looks a certain way, and people see like struggles. But I don't, I, I don't think at the end of the game, like he's the most clutch player right. in the world. Like he's not tired at the end of the games. Uh, yeah. um, but when he, he there, he had twenty eight potential assists of people who had wide open shots, and he finished with eight, right or ten. Um, and I think it's that, that, that is, it's not a Luca problem. Like he got 28 and if so half go in, that's 14, right? Like, or, right. And it's just one of those things where people were missing wide open shots. Um, yeah. And it's just, he doesn't have the personnel. So I don't think it was a 20, 20, 10 and eight is not an off night for anybody in the league. But the fact that like, we kind of, but yeah, the fact that it's, it's not like 28, 10 and eight, you're like, that's, that's an off night for Luca. And I also think, like he, like Zach, he, I don't think he gets near. And I mean, you might disagree with this. I think he should be getting way more calls. Like I really, I, I, I think he doesn't oh. get near as many. He's just so big. Uh, yeah. And he's also like a complainer, and like yeah. he also hunted for fouls last year. So I think there's like a we're not going to give you that, which is like right. Yeah. Boy, you know. About, yeah. That's he's fair. not the only one dealing. You know, Harden's dealing with that right now. Trey Young's dealing with that right now. They're um, struggling no, way worse, but, Dame. They're all struggling way worse, though, because they don't have the size to like actually right. get the Harding kind of does. But like I but I do think Caruso Caruso plays is one of the best perimeter defenders. He's so much better than Chris Dunn, it's crazy because it, what he does actually makes sense in the in the team scheme. He's not just right. going rogue every day, right? Like it's just like, why are you done? Look around, talk to your teammates. Um but yeah, they, I think they absolutely deserve credit. And then we're making him work on offense. Like they went at him and made him mm-hmm. spend energy. But I also think like he, he's playing with some guys who uh, shouldn't start in the NBA. And yeah. Whereas the Bulls aren't. Maybe one. Yeah. I, I, I'm very curious to see where Dallas ends up because the Western I, – dude, b- both conferences are just like – a blender Dude, of weird talent. right now. It's talent. crazy, but there is an awful lot of talent out. I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves could beat anyone. Like, there's so much talent right now. There's like three teams that are taking right: Thunder, mm-hmm. Detroit, Houston. Mm-hmm. Everyone else kind of in trying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you might throw Orlando in there after the Vooch Orlando trade. Spurs maybe, but like, Cavs mm-hmm. are going for it. Wizards, oh are, God. Wizards, and Bulls are Cavs. Cavs are weirdly good, you know, and you know, obviously Mobley has a lot to do with that. That kid's amazing. Um, all right, we, we got to talk a little bit about this road trip. Before we do that, though, it's coming up on Thanksgiving time, John, and what? all of those good foods and treats and plenty of them. Maybe you want a yummy dessert, but one that isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time, holiday time, to try Built Bars if you haven't already tried them. It's the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of holiday pie has upwards of 300 calories. Some of those pies, depending on what they are, maybe four or 500 calories. Crazy. Most Built Bars, only 130 calories. Only four grams of sugar, but with plenty of protein. 
Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If that Thanksgiving meal isn't coming soon enough, grab a Built Bar, grab two, grab a mixed box for Built.com and try all of their delicious flavors. Share some of them at your family gatherings. It'll make things less awkward. Maybe John's drunk uncle will stop talking nonsense if, if John gives him a Built Bar because they're chewy wow. and delicious. New surprises all month at Built.com, including limited time flavors arriving regularly. So be sure to check that website often. And there's nothing like a Built Bar. Black Friday, mark your calendar. Black Friday at Built.com will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises and great deals. So go to BuiltBar.com today, tomorrow, any day, and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, John, five-game West Coast trip. <sighs> Warriors, who are 10-1. and one. Both of the L.A. teams... Dames, Blazers, Jokic, and the Nuggets. Where are you as far as, like, the Bulls come back from this West Coast trip with a blank-and-blank record called a good road trip? Three and two. Three and two? I think that's kind of where I'm at, too. If you if you come back from that trip three and two, kudos. I, I, I think three and two is, is a success, right? Like, I think the Warriors are so good. I think... The Clippers, everyone's playing good except the Blazers, and the Blazers are still good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Nuggets. And Bulls fans know all too well what Dame has done to us. In that that Dame game from last season. God, I want vengeance for that one. I hope you – because they, for some reason, that team doesn't work also. like, But they're still good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still like – again, like, people were, like, acting like the, Maver like the Mavericks was a big win. Uh, and I yeah. don't – Maybe it was, but I don't think it was. It just, these are, there's so much talent right now. It's like you have to be really good. You have to have a really good team to be, even make the playoffs. It's, you can't just let one person carry you anymore. Um, man, Clippers are like weirdly good. Like, I beat, don't get beat, it. Beat the Heat last night. They didn't have Jimmy, but still, like, that's insane to me. Like, their second best player is Reggie Jackson. I don't get it. Luke Kennard yeah. is like their third or fourth. Like, I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, like, you know, you're but, yeah, you're relying on Reggie Jackson. You know, Nicholas Batum. You know, that's Zubats. Like, when without Kawhi, that Clippers team looks a lot less formidable. And you're, you know, they're still finding a way to be competitive. Um, I, you know, that's why all five of those teams. Like, I agree with you. You're not afraid of any of them, although maybe a little bit the Warriors tonight. Warriors. I, mean, I think Warriors. Like, Warriors are terrified. I think. Yeah. I mean, Warriors in the Bay, that's the game yeah. you walk into and you're like, I don't expect to They've win this one. They've lost one game, right? Like, Right. They're 10-1. They're and one. Yeah. 10-1. And, and the crazy thing is they're, they are on the brink of getting Clay Thompson back, who hasn't played in like over two years. And Wiseman, but, which may mess them up. But like, they're still missing yeah. rotation players, right? Like, in theory, yeah. good. like Wiggins is – Steph is the MVP. It's over now. Like, I think it's going to be over already, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, but, did he finish top three last year? Behind uh, Jokic and Embiid, or did he, he finish second? Have. No, it was Embiid second. Okay. He he may because it was like everyone was like the bigs are back, like uh, right, yeah. And, and like Embiid wasn't first team All NBA. It was like one of those weird things where he was second in MVP, but he right. had to be second team All NBA because of centers. Um, I think this is scary, and if we lose this by thirty, do not freak out. Like, and also don't freak out like on these like home at home road trips where you play the Clippers twice, you know, mm -hmm. 
I don't think these are cause for alarms. These are West Coast teams. You will not play them unless you go to the finals. It's mm-hmm. okay if they match up and they beat you. You know, we have a cushion. If we lose every game on this road trip, I wouldn't freak out. I think it'd be rare, but I'd be like, right. It's early. Let's. Those were designed like being away that long is 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 designed to mess with you. Yeah. Day game. What do you, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the Lakers so far? You know, obviously have dealt with a, a, a little mini LeBron absence stretch recently, but all of those random misfit characters, aging stars in their twilight of their careers. I I mean, and, and simultaneously, I look at what Alex Caruso is doing for the Bulls, and I'm like, I I so appreciate the fact that the Lakers were dumb enough to let him go. I can't believe it. I think they it. they're really missing him right now. Yes. My God, like he'll, he'll, he's he's doing at least what Russ is doing, right? Without any of the bad stuff. I still <laughs> I love this Lakers scene because it again, I think it's because like it makes me feel young. It's like I want to believe that like two guys from the class of 03 can like right. <laughs> you know? Can you believe that Mello yeah. was just out of the league for like no. a whole season? He's and like he's seventh in scoring all time, like <laughs> in the whole league ever. Like he's in the top ten and he'll be there forever. Like not forever, for a long time. Uh, I love this team. I love that they're losing, too. I think they're going to figure – I mean, they have Anthony Davis. I think Vogels – they have a good coach, and they've got boatloads of talent. Now, the yeah. only way they can get – is if they have old, old legs, right? right? But Russell Westbrook always sucks at the beginning of every season, and then he always turns it on and becomes amazing in April or May, and you're like, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, so what do you think? I, I, I still think they're like – if they go to the West Conference Finals, I'd be like, of course. I would not be shocked. Um, small sample size, but I am not impressed, blown away, whatever you want to call it, with the ageless wonder that is LeBron James in the games that he's played this season. I, you know, it could just be LeBron saying, It's it's October, it's November, I don't care yet. Let's get a playoff seed and then I'll start caring. He, you know, just looks kind of disengaged. And yeah. these misfit pieces around him, I don't think will, you know, I, 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 it's honestly, it's something that Charles Barkley said on an NBA on TNT broadcast sometime recently. And I was like, hey, Charles Barkley said something smart. He said, if Anthony Davis isn't a top five player in the NBA this season, yeah. then the Lakers aren't going to win anything. And I, I think he's right. I think that LeBron is finally getting to that point where, Okay, well, LeBron's going to, you know, rest, DNP, whatever, whatever. Also kind of fighting through a nagging injury right now. These, you know, misfit characters, I think the Westbrook thing is going to blow up in their face. You know, some nights he'll dazzle and some nights he'll cost you the game. But if LeBron doesn't turn it on until March, does he still have that in the tank to be like, okay, well, now I'm now I'm putting the gas pedal down but do they come together as a team in enough time to make a playoff run? I, you know, unless Anthony Davis is like elite, elite, elite. Yeah. I don't see it. What I think they're totally fine. They didn't anticipate the West being this good or both like mm. the whole, the whole, NBA, like the Grizzlies. Right. The playoffs, right. Like uh, the Mavericks might make the play in and they have Luka. Like, I think it's just very, so like, that theory right. works because I think Russ does everything. He's a mini liberal. I mean, he can't shoot, but he gets you the rebounds and says he's he has boatloads of energy. He's everywhere. Right. 
I think he's perfect for, I, I think like, I actually g- agree with the plan that they had laid out. But Anthony Davis, again, is like one of the most vexing superstars because no one trusts him. And he's mm-hmm. arguably the best player in the league, but no one talks about him ever. We don't really, no one really roots for him. He has mm-hmm. like Ruffles ads, like he has weird sponsorships. <laughs> like, I just, so you're right. He has to be the best and it should be his team. I don't, but I, it's like, can it be like if, uh, if Tracy McGrady joined the Bulls with Jordan, it would never right. be Tracy McGrady's team, right? Even if Jordan right. was 38. Like, right. uh, and I, maybe that's just it. It's just when you're with someone and who's a god. Not as much of an age disparity, but like when Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, it was still Steph's team and would always yeah. be Steph's team. Yes. Um, and like, and, and, it, and it's funny because like LeBron only arrived in LA one year prior to Anthony Davis. I know. Whereas like Steph was drafted by the Warriors franchise player. And yep. then KD comes in and it's like, hey, thanks for the help with the two titles, but this is my team. KD clearly felt that way and left. With LeBron and AD, I think it's more of like a, I'm close to retirement, passing you the torch and let's try and win a couple together before I, you know, hang them up. They should, but LeBron feels like a Laker because the Lakers get guys like him. So it's like, it feels like, it's like uh, when he, like when he got it, no one was outraged. We were like, oh, of right. course. Like Shaq, Magic, Kobe, LeBron, like he's part of that just fraternity of superstars who loves mm-hmm. money and being warm and who doesn't love that. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, when it, when it comes to making playoff runs and title runs, unlike being in the East in the 2010s, like you were saying mm-hmm. with the West and having all of those talented stacked teams, it's a, it's a minefield to get out, out of the Western conference playoffs in the 2010s East LeBron was like, Oh, you know, Derek Rose has a torn ACL. The bulls are yes. a thorn in my side, but I'll dispel them in five games. Uh, you know, oh, am I I'm, am I worried about the you know the young PG Roy Hibbert Pacers because everybody wanted Lance to that Stevenson? As, you know? am, am I worried about like the you know Paul Millsap, Kyle Corver, Hawks who were the surprise? Like, no, no, LeBron could skate no until playoff time, skate for that entire run, just skate. I don't think as he's aging in this West. I don't think he can get away with skating this year. I really don't. I don't. I think I don't think you can skate. And I, I, I agree. I one hundred percent agree with that. But I, and I think like, I think they'll make it. Like I just think like, when you say make it, you mean like to the finals? Out no, of West? playoffs. Play, I think they'll oh, make okay. the playoffs. I, I think they'll make the playoffs. And then once they're there, depending upon matchup. But like, God, can they beat Utah? Like, can they can they beat the Suns? I think they can beat the Suns. Um, but yeah, you're right. You I mean you're absolutely right. And on the other side, the East has never been stronger. Like, I mean, the Central Division. What the two happened? teams that were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Well, you know, Milwaukee's dealing with a lot of early season oh. injuries, but what they're like struggling to stay above water at 500, and the Hawks are four and eight. It's awesome. Like what? <laughs> it's awesome. But I got. I I always thought that the Atlanta runs the the conference finals. Me too. A little fluky like uh you know parentheses a, paging ben simmons uh well, yeah. where are you and knicks they played the knicks too right and it was like yeah you know bing bong maybe the knicks weren't that great like i think the knicks are better now <laughs> um but you're absolutely you're absolutely like this basketball season has we've had like it's already been so interesting uh and i don't know if it's because crowds are back or if it's just we have like more parody which is like fantastic i just love like and the book like the Bulls are back. Like, mm-hmm. there's an electricity 
And they're the best team in the city. Mr. Right Hardaway now. Jr. said it himself after that Bulls Mavs game. Bulls are back, dude. Bulls are back. Bulls are back, Bulls baby. Are many. Uh, oh, Tim, I root for you. So we, I love him. Remember that time uh, we got to do a segment with his dad, Chicago guy? And Big Dave got to tell the story of how his dad got him to like basketball and he showed him the autograph. Like, Big Dave is. He's like a, a sexy Forrest Gump. His stories are amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's amazing. Um, our, our listeners miss him, uh, and I don't blame them. I miss him too. But I don't blame him. I appreciate you filling in for a day, man. Always a pleasure to have uh, you on. I miss you. I'm you. sorry I couldn't go to the game with you um, on, on Wednesday. Uh, we you know, fighting a little bit of a cold. Wanted to be careful. But um, we, can we just like sit down at a bar somewhere and watch a Bulls game sometime yes. soon? Because I think I, I would love that. I have to, let's just go to your cool apartment. Yeah, dude, you're welcome anytime. I'm a single bachelor with nothing better. I've to do. seen your bar set up. You got you got me covered. Let's go. <laughs> I got you covered, baby. I'm there. Uh, everybody, they have my they have my brand. If you aren't already followed John Sabine on Twitter at jcbine two one four. John, can you plug exactly what it is you're doing with this fun Mavs content, or is it still like under the radar? I, I, it's under the radar, but if if any Mavs mascot on Twitter uh, interacts with you, just love them. Is just be positive, immaculate vibes, making Twitter a more luxurious place for one and all. That's all I can say. There you go. Uh, there you go. Um, John, always a pleasure. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter machine. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. We are at Locked on Bulls. There's also the texted voicemail line for you, 331-979-1369. Thanks to today's sponsors, uh, Bet Online, Bill Bar. And, hey, do yourself a favor. Do what John Sabine does. Get yourself some delicious treats from Mickey D's. That's McDonald's for you formal people out there. <laughs> for John Sabine, I'm Matt saying until next weekend, Bulls Nation. Until next week, Bulls Nation. Have a great weekend. Go Bulls! See you, Red. Be good. Peace out. <laughs>